Welcome to Coffee Time Conversations on art, faith, life, and of course, coffee. We are your hosts, Robert and Rebecca Prince. Thank you so much for joining us. We are 10 days from Christmas. 10 days. So we want to take this opportunity to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We hope your holidays are filled with love and joy and peace and a little quiet time and room to breathe. And fun. And fun, of course. Fun and celebration. Yes. For all. <laughs> For all. Um, well, and speaking of Christmas, so we, um, I think we've mentioned the holiday docket by the lazy genius, Kendra yes. Dachi, and we just reviewed ours recently. We've done pretty good on we, doing all the things. Yeah. And so just a refresher, the holiday docket is just a way to plan your holidays. And it's meant for October, November, December, I think. But yeah. we just use it for kind of Thanksgiving through the new year. Yeah. For the most part. Um, but yeah, we've not done too bad. We've, we've hit almost all of the must-dos. Right. It's felt full. It has um, felt very We've had full. a lot more parties, it seems like, than normal. Which it hasn't. It's only been three, maybe four. But yeah. anyway, it has felt like a lot because we've been a little extra busy. It feels like with art and art markets and production and all that. Yeah, but it's it's been okay. Yeah, it's it's been a good um, holiday feeling time. It has, and, and I should say it's we're still not nearly as busy as a lot of people. Right. This time of year, thankfully. Yes. I don't know how people do it. I don't either. We're very intentional. We are very intentional and we, you know, we don't, I mean, we don't have children. So people who have children and who have school parties and friend parties and whew, let's just not talk about that. That makes me anxious just thinking about it. Right. <laughs> um, but last week uh, we visited one of our big events. We try to do one big event a year. And this year the big event was Santa's Wonderland in College Station, Texas, uh, down by Texas A&M. Been wanting to go to that for a few years. Seeing yep. it just driving by and um, definitely glad we went. Uh, there's things I wish I had done differently. Uh, of course, I also wish it had not been 80 degrees. It really <laughs> was kind of strange um, with it being so warm. Yeah. I was in shorts and a t-shirt or, well, short sleeves anyway. Yeah. And I... I mean, it was nice. We had there were lots and lots of Christmas lights, which was yeah, uh, tons of Christmas lights. Really fun. We took a horse-drawn carriage ride, which was nice. Yeah, through the lights. That was that was good. Um, they were making snow, which is not yeah. near as good as real snow. It's basically, is is shaved ice, like right? a snow cone. <laughs> <laughs> right. It it does. It's not quite the same. Not quite but. the same. But it was it was cool and wet and cold. You know, not cool, but cold. Yeah. And wet uh, and semi-frozen. Yeah. <laughs> For so, the first few minutes, it hit, hit the atmosphere, at least. It was um, it was interesting. We had a funnel cake, which was really tasty. We did. Well, the first thing we did, though, is went snow tubing. Yeah, we went down so, a man-made hill of snow. <laughs> snow tubing <laughs> in Texas on an 80-degree evening. And, I guess it was probably 70 degrees by the time we got there. But. And uh, you splashed me with all the snow at the end, which... <laughs> Was unintentional, but made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. So it started it started the night off right, right. Um, but once we got there, it was kind of a maze getting to the entrance. But anyway, Santa's Wonderland. We did go. The reason we had to go that night, of course, we we bought uh, tickets for Super Saver dates, and that was a Super Saver date. But our horse and carriage ride, it was a 
reservation. So you had to reserve the time for that. And that's yeah. when our ticket was for. And so, um, yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, going on a cool night may have made it a little bit better. Uh, it well, it would have made the hot chocolate better. It, <laughs> it was a three hour drive. So, I mean, you couldn't yeah. just go on a whim either. No, like, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, I'm, I'm glad we did it. You know, we were talking, uh, last year we did, uh, the Gaylord Texan Christmas ice movies. It was movies. Christmas movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Christmas movies. And that was our big event last year. And so I think for us, our big events, I should say probably my big events, because I think they're probably mine. Um, we tend to over. We have high expectations. Yeah, yeah. Like, like unachievable. Right. High expectations. Which is true of a lot of experiences that I want to do, probably. And so we were talking about how we need to go in with some lower expectations in the future, not just for like big Christmas events, but a lot of things. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Winter Wonder or Santa's Wonderland did not meet our expectations, but it was still fun. Yeah, it was. It like, was still a good trip. And um, so, all in all, success. Success. We'll call it a success. So. <laughs> Um, well, and so another thing is we talked about Three Tree Coffee, or we talked with Philip actually from Three Tree Coffee a couple of months ago, six weeks ago, maybe. And at that time, we did not do a subscription to support Compassion, uh, but we did do that last month. I don't know if we ever really talked about that, but we've got our second coffee from Three Tree Coffee. Subscription program. <laughs> Brewing Hope. There you go. I was trying to Brewing think of the hope. name of it. Brewing Hope subscription that supports Compassion International. Yeah. And this month in December, um, it was called Compassion Blend. Yeah, they did a blend specifically for that subscription this month. Um, and the description, the flavor description is... Okay. I got to say, so it's a little weird. Before you hear this, don't go, ew, or anything like that. So. <laughs> um, is chocolate, grape candy, nutty. <laughs> that's the description yeah um and i have to say that the flavor just to take a sip of coffee is really good it is yes. like it's pretty tasty it's it's kind of mild not um anything stand out but when you do the proper sipping method which is slurping <laughs> the coffee you do get the grape candy flavor. You do. I have to say it was, I don't, I won't say it was odd because we kind of expected it. I mean, it's right there on the package. Yeah. But you think grape candy and coffee, how does that work? Yeah. But you get it. Like you slurp it and you're like, okay, I, grape candy. I get that. Yeah. Um, but, but it's good coffee. Yeah. You and, just, if you just drink it, it doesn't stand out. Yeah. I have to say though, anytime I hear the words grape candy, I think of nerds, but I'm a, I'm a nerds fan, nerds candy fan. <laughs> so some people think Jolly Ranchers, Jolly Ranchers, uh, <laughs> something like that. And I'm not sure it's either one of those grapes, thankfully, but there is that hint of grape when you slurp it. Um, and just to be clear, we don't slurp our coffee regularly, uh, regularly, but every once in a while we're like, oh, let's see what we're supposed to be tasting and yeah. do it the way tasters do. Right. We are not um, hardcore coffee aficionados right um but you know we know the things and we try them occasionally to yeah we do but it is a good good blend so that's the compassion blend is for december 
So if you have been contemplating the Brewing Hope subscription from Three Tree Coffee Roasters, we urge you to go out and do that. And might as well do it now. That way you can get the Compassion Blend this month. Yeah. And so it's really cool. You get little cards talking about compassion and kind of what's going on and um, and the coffee. And, you know, Three Tree Coffee is all about empowering the farmers, ending human trafficking, and engaging the community. And, um, of course, if you've listened to us much at all, you know we're big supporters of Compassion International. We love them. We love their message. We love what they do um, and are really effective at it. And so, um, you know, they definitely need sponsors for children. So you can find them at Compassion.com. Org, I believe, but check our show notes just to verify that because we'll make sure and put the right one in the show's notes. Well, last episode, we interviewed Laura Cornell, your artisan business coach. Yes. And had a great conversation with her. First time I had really gotten to talk with her um, and just learned so much um, just about her personally and uh, her business and kind of her philosophy. Um, it was just a really great conversation. It was. I... I learned more stuff too, just by <laughs> just by listening to you and guys. You spent ten weeks with her and had I multiple did. conversations. Besides that, actually, I did. Yeah. So it was. Um, I I thought it was very interesting. And um, if you're interested in uh, having an artisan business, uh, she's really good at helping you think through uh, some of that beginning stage stuff for yeah. sure. That ten yeah. week program. Um, really helped us process. Like we had, we had some ideas and thoughts about things, but it really helped us process and work through, and really focus on some of those key elements that builds the root of the system and the framework of your business. Yeah, yeah. And she she talks about the the, the tree some, and a lot of people start with the leaves and the branches and things like that, but. It really building that base that will support the roots, the root system that will support the growth, the leaves and the branches as it, as it continues to grow taller and wider. Um, and so while we had some of that in place, like the structure of the business and things like that, um, it was, it was really important. Um, I think to, to go through that part of it. Yeah. Um, and I even now, I mean, we're still going through some of that and, and have to work through some of that. Yeah. Um, and so one of the things I mentioned in the interview when I was talking with her is that I didn't think you had the time to do it. I didn't think it was the right time. And it kind of wasn't. Right. Uh, in the sense that life was busy, but uh, I made it priority. Yeah. I really, I mean, there was definitely times where I needed to spend more time on it than I actually did. Sure. Um, yeah. And we're we're still working through some of that. Yeah. But uh, I, I did make it priority and we made a lot of progress in 10 weeks. We did. And I, and I, I have to say, I'm really surprised about the progress we did make yeah. because um, not feeling like the right time. But here's the thing. The truth is we probably will, it will probably never be the right time to do something like this unless you make it a priority and you chose to make it a priority. And I was fully on board with that. I was just kind of making sure that you were prepared. Right. Um, and so I, I do feel like you made it a priority for those, for that 10 weeks. Yeah. Um, and even really 12 weeks for the most part. Um, and then um, we still have a lot that we're working through, especially with the holidays and transition. I mean, you're working full time, I'm working full time. Um, and so I have to say, unless you make it a priority, it's never going to be the right time. And yeah. I think once you decide to do it, 
you're going to make progress, um, unlike you thought possible right. during those 10 weeks. Well, one thing we haven't mentioned that maybe we should is um, we did go through the initial 10-week program, but once you go through that, there's an option to continue on with Laura even longer, Yes, yes. Um, which we are contemplating and really yeah. considering doing uh, the the year-long program, yeah. which uh, in 2022, right. we got to get through these holidays. Let's get through the holidays. <laughs> yeah, let's get through the um, holidays. And then, and then I think uh, committing to more is doable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I look forward to um, how much progress we'll make over the next year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with continued coaching. There's definitely a value in having somebody. Well, and Laura and I even talked about it and her having her own coach. Um, actually, now that I say that, that may have been after our recorded oh. conversation. <laughs> However, um, you know, there's definitely value in having that commitment of every month, having a coach, having a meeting, the accountability, uh, just the direction. And, and you said it multiple times when you were going through the 10-week program, just having somebody outside of the everyday operation of the business that sees things differently than you do. Right. And can help open up your eyes. Because when it's your own business, you're too close to it sometimes to see the big picture. Yeah. Um, and that's what a coach is really, really good see, for. Yeah, to see other options. Yeah, is to to see the bigger picture and not be – I mean, they help you focus on the details, but they're yeah. not tied up in those details. Right. Like you are. Yeah. Um, and so it's really helpful. Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, one of the things that you and I have talked about, the the biggest takeaway that we're constantly talking about um, is pricing. Right. Pricing structure. So. Um, of, of our art, I should say. Right. Well, and artists are always want to know, well, how do I price my art? And um, so many people are really vague on it. Yeah. Um, and I get that. Like, there, there is not a standard for pricing art. Right. Um, but Laura gives you a formula um, that it's still not like you charge $20 for this and a hundred dollars for this. And right. it's not that kind of thing. No, no, no. But it allows she, you to, to do your own thing. And right. But she does give you a formula that helps you be like, okay, this is what I should be pricing my artwork at. Right. And in all honesty, it feels like a lot, especially yeah. when you're just starting out, you're like, nobody's going to pay this for my art. Um, but it is what you need to charge in order to make a living. If you're at trying it. to do this full time, if you're trying to make a living and you're trying to make this a career path, right. you want to pay the bills and you want to have a legacy um, where you're supporting something else. Like all of that needs yeah. to be a part of the equation. Yeah, there's consideration. Um, well, and also, Laura and I talked about. It's also about not devaluing other artists' work. And right. So pricing is part of that as well. I'm part of several art groups for ceramics that they're always talking about, I, I feel like I want to charge $25 for this, but I, that feels like a little much. And I'm. they get responses all the time like, are you kidding? That's a $75 item or a $90 item or not $25 item. Right. 
Um, but there are standards, right? These might be people who are just starting out, of course. And so they feel like they're worth, I mean, I remember when I first started out and I was taking classes and stuff, $18 for a mug felt like a good price. Um, or two for 30, so right. $15. And I was, and now I would never sell a mug for $15. That's, that's not going to be a standard for me. There's a right. lot of work that goes into a mug. By the time you make the vessel and you trim it and you put a handle on it and then you clean it up and then you fire it in the bisque and then you glaze it and then you glaze fire it, just those steps alone. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Anyway. And that's, that's not including adding any additional decoration or, right. or design to it. So, yeah, it's your time and knowledge right. and materials. I mean, they all have to go into the pricing. Right. So um, I'm just going to, I'm not going to give away Laura's yeah. formula. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Um, but if you are interested in struggling with pricing, get her book. Like it lays it out for you. Yeah. And she's offering her book for free. All, right. all you have to do is email her. Yeah. Um. Laura at lauracornell.com. So it's Laura, L-A-R-A, at Laura Cornell, C-O-R-N-E-L-L.com. Right. And um, it's all there. You can also... um, Yeah, her book was a great, great start for us. I'm glad you printed that out and we took it on vacation. And then it was just a few short weeks later is when you you ended up hiring so. You get the opportunity to have a conversation with Laura, too. If you want, you can sign up for a 15-minute conversation just to kind of see if uh, you can work well together. Yeah. Um, And then beyond that, there's additional conversations. uh, And then you can sign up for the 10-week class. But also... um, 10-week coaching. Oh, yeah. 10-week coaching. Also, um, another resource that she offers is her podcast um which it it kind of talks about the book material a lot too like it's not um quite as in depth but if you like listening to podcasts she has a podcast great introduction yeah that you can listen to the secret the secret podcast Podcast. uh you just go to her website lauracornell.com yeah um and you can get a link to that yes so um there's lots of options for uh, taking baby steps if you're not ready to commit to um, actual one-on-one coaching. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, and thinking back through her pricing has really helped us. uh, I mean, just her coaching on pricing, uh, both in the book and in the the coaching program that you went through. Um, You know, when we looked back, when I looked back on my time invested in my last glaze firing, which was about 63 pieces, um, and producing all of those, uh, I averaged probably $10 an hour and that will never support us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and $10 an hour. I don't care how much I love doing something. If I'm going to be trying to make a living at it, um, $10 an hour is just not going to cut it. No. Um, there was a time in and that's life. not even really after expenses. Right. That's just, uh, after the, the time, of course, yeah, some of that's because I'm new, uh, or just now getting back into it again. And part of it's, you know, because it's also a new process to me versus the way I used to fire and make ceramics and things. So, right. Yeah. You were going to say there, there was a time. There was a time in life where we might could have survived on yeah. $10 well, an hour. And we wouldn't have minded putting in 60 hours a week. Right. Um, but that's not, that's not the place where we're at anymore. No. no. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, and you you will get faster at some of the stuff you're doing. Oh with, yeah, with time and practice and things, but um, pricing needs to be adjusted probably. Yeah, well, and I I think it will, especially over the next you know three to six months, we'll get a better feel for you know, like you said, I'll get more experience. I'll, I'll have uh, I'll be back in the flow kind of of production, uh, just even producing vessels, you know, the main, main part of the cup, um, or whether that's a bowl or whatever it might be tumbler. Right. Um, you know, it, you just, you just get to a point you're doing it quicker because it's more common. Uh, you're more used well, you to have it. the muscle memory and, yeah. um, the things that all come together yeah. to help you well, do and, it and faster. Part of that also is just repairing kilns. And so, you know, I've got everything kind of repaired and then changing the studio around. So there's so many things that play into that, making it more efficient, uh, things like that. And so, but the point of that is the pricing structure really helps you think through what am I going to need to charge and how do I make it worth that to people? Right. And Making sure that that's part of our conversation going forward. Yeah. Because ultimately you are trying to make this full time for you. Right. Yeah. Um, and for you. Yeah. At some point, possibly. At some point. So anyway, yeah, it was just a great conversation. We hope you've had a chance to listen to it. If not, go back and listen to it. Um, it will really help you. If you're a creative and you're thinking about doing it more full time, if you're even thinking about doing it part time. It will help you think through things that you have not thought about yet. Well, I feel like that pretty much wraps up this conversation. Yeah, I think so. So we're going to take a short break for the holidays. Right. We'll be back after after the new year with some new episodes. I think we've got an interview with Kate Blake coming yep, up. We do, among, uh, among others scheduled. We just haven't recorded yet. Yeah. So we look forward to hearing those and catching up with you after the new year. Hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Bye.